Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Hello and welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today we have the opportunity to talk to our new 2019 Chairman of the Board, Mr. Chip Jones. Chip, thank you for agreeing to serve as the Chairman. Thank you. Uh, Let's start by just learning a little bit about Emory Sapp & Sons and a little bit about Chip Jones. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the company and uh, about yourself? Okay. Uh, Emory Sapp & Sons was formed in 1972. It was a father-son company. Billy Sapp, our president, CEO, was the son with Emory and his brother. And uh, basically, they grew up from one piece of equipment, three people working, to uh, we're well over 700 employees now. Twenty years ago, Billy decided to give back to the employees and sold the company to all of us. And so now we're an employee-owned company, an ESOP, and that has really helped us grow. So I started here 20 years ago, right at the ground roots of being an ESOP. And uh, at the time, there was about 100 employees. So in 20 years, we've kind of grown just a little bit. Great place to work, love it here, uh, a lot of innovations and different things like that. And um, basically, the, the opportunity to come in and be a partial owner in something is what brought me here. Originally, I had 10 years of service with the Missouri Department of Transportation. Got to a point where had four weeks of vacation, gave that up to come here to have a week's vacation every four years, seems like, but... Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of opportunities, so really have enjoyed it. Well, I, I guess uh, MoDOT is your primary client. Are there any other clients that you work with? Uh, over the years, MoDOT was definitely my major client. Unfortunately, with the funding issues that we all are aware of, we have grown in other markets. Uh, we are now in Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. They seem to, besides Kansas now, most of the other states have a little more money than Missouri and a little more opportunities for uh, projects anyway, so... What are the biggest differences that you experience working across those uh, state lines? Uh, Definitely over the years with MoDOT, there's more of a sense of partnership, and that's I really love that, and I love working with them. Uh, When you go to the other states, it's more of a rigid-type system where they don't value the contractor quite the way that MoDOT does. You're just there to do a job, and they're smarter than you, and, and you don't get to bring the value that MoDOT recognizes that contractors do have. So... That part I do kind of miss working here locally. Is Missouri your favorite state to work in? or Actually, it is. I hate to say that, but yes, it is. No, it's, it's a great state. I mean, they have a lot of great people, and, and they do. They really do listen, and they do partner. Uh, the AGC co-op is, uh, has been amazing how it's grown over the years, and, and it really has created a, a working environment. We've had that gentleman recently come in and, and talk to us, and he couldn't believe the way that MoDOT opens up to, to contractors and, and has that sense of uh, partnership anyway. So. so as you've gone from 100 to 700 employees, what has so, sort of been some of the 
biggest challenges not only that you've overcome in the past, but that your company sees ahead in the next year, two years or so? Finding employees is probably the biggest obstacle. I mean, I think every, every one of us is experiencing that to some degree. Through the years, you know, there's been the economic recession was a, was a, a hard time for everyone, and having to let people go was, was a difficult time. We had to downsize short term, but we were actually able to grow through the recession, which was we're probably one of the few companies that were able to do that. So keeping employees and uh, finding new ones are the difficult part of the job. How are you attacking that? We've actually hired or promoted someone to be a, a workforce development person and actually get out and just beat the, the different little paths, whether it be uh, schools, trade schools, high schools, elementary schools, anywhere and everywhere we can go to uh, tout construction. I, basically, we're following what AGC is doing and trying to help in that, in that capacity. What do you uh, see as your challenges or sort of your goals for 2019 as uh, chairman of the board of AGC of Missouri? <laughs> uh, not mess it up. That's the number one goal. Uh, it's a well-oiled machine. I just don't want to get in its way. But some of the things that we need to stay in front of is definitely the uh, gas tax or some sort of uh, funding for transportation. That is definitely my passion. Uh, that's what I've done for uh, 30 years roughly in the business is, is on that side. It's just not selfishly for the the highway contractors though and I, I, I probably didn't say that well on my write-up but it really is to me it's an economic investment and for the overall health of the the state we need something to attract new businesses and stuff like that uh, the company that I work for 30 percent of our our business is actually with the highways 70 percent is other types of development so when I when I get up here and I'm passionate about it it's just not for the highway part of it it's definitely the growth of the of the state and I think people kind of miss that sometimes, that, that businesses don't follow roads that are in bad, bad, a bad state. And uh, so we need to do that. Uh, being in front of the legislators is a second thing. I think uh, the AGC does a wonderful job of that, uh, Denise and you and, and the rest of the staff. We are a voice to be reckoned with down in Jeff City, and I appreciate that. Well, I know that uh, as we're moving forward into this year, after we're rebounding from Prop D, which was a big disappointment to a lot of us, we've got challenges ahead. Most definitely. I think you're doing a great job of uh, keeping that message out there. We, we do have a strong coalition. We have to keep them together. Uh, we have to keep the ball moving forward. We just can't throw our hands up and, and admit defeat. There's a need there, and one of these days, the uh, taxpayers of Missouri will realize it, and uh, it may be sooner than we think. Now, when you're talking about the future of Emory SAP, I'm guessing you guys are still pretty satisfied staying in the marketplace you're in. Are you looking at different new markets to go into? Or are you gonna? Are you happy with 700? What sort of uh, what what sort of uh, trajectory are you headed on in that regard? That's a good question. Uh, hopefully, we're still growing. I mean, that's. If, if you if you stop growing, then then you start falling backwards. We're definitely opening up to different markets here next to the state of Missouri. Like I said, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Arkansas are good markets. There's uh, growth in those those states away from the, the highways, and and we're definitely looking in those areas. When you are uh, thinking about what sort of challenges are ahead, you, you mentioned workforce, you mentioned funding. 
those pretty much it. How about technology and how about some of the things you all are doing to keep pace with what's going on in that marketplace? We're always looking at different ways of building the mousetrap and that's one of the things I do love about this company is I, I believe we, we thrive on innovation and so with with the group that we have there's always something coming through the door to try something a little different and uh, sometimes it works sometimes you go back to the drawing board and get to start over but more times than not we've had good success. Well it seems like you've really been uh, ahead of the curve in terms of like design build and doing some things in that regard. I know a lot of folks in the transportation world are sort of in love with the design bid build and it seems like your company's really gotten ahead of that curve a little bit and, and been pretty aggressive on the design build kind of things. Uh, we see that as a as a something that's going to be around and you might as well invest in it early and, and get, get your feet wet first and uh, started with some smaller jobs and if you start small, it works well when you want to go bigger. So, Well, I know in terms of innovation, you won that AGC of America, Build America Award for the bridges here in Columbia. So that was a pretty impressive project. Most creative use of dish soap I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that project a little bit. Uh, the I-70 design build uh, in Columbia. Yeah, that was uh, one of the projects where MoDOT really wanted to keep the traffic moving through Columbia, and they didn't really want you to, to impede, impede their traffic. Uh, 80,000 cars a day through a four-lane section is a lot of traffic. And uh, there was incentives to minimize the disruption to traffic, and so we saw opportunities if we could build the bridges offline uh, and then slide them in place over a weekend, we would not have to uh, disrupt the traffic. It, it worked two, twofold for us. One traffic kept moving through the, the project and actually it flowed better during the construction of the job <laughs> than before. Uh, we did a lot of networking with the locals and, and media blitzes and stuff like that asking you know the locals to try to find alternate routes and then uh, used a smart work zone to notify the traffic that there was a speed reduction coming through town and um, it was really amazing that that the traffic flowed better by moving the speed limits down to 50 but the other thing that happened was by us building offline, we also kept our workers safe. So the bonus of, of sliding the bridges was we were totally away from the traffic and, and no impacts that could really affect us. So it worked well. Seems like, you know, in my conversations with MoDOT recently, this whole texting and driving and distracted driving seems to be a new hazard that you all are facing as you're working on the roadways. Oh, yes. Um, and we probably have guilty people in our office right now that probably do it as well. MoDOT's campaign is, is right, spot on. I mean, distracted driving, um, my, my daughter actually did a paper for school on that, and we, get, we came up with a statistic. If you look down at your phone for just a, a split second, you travel the length of a football field. Um, there's a lot that could happen in that short distance, and, and usually it's not good. So would definitely encourage people not to be looking at their phones. I think uh, MoDOT's blitzes of trying to educate people is a good thing, but people don't want to learn, I guess, on that. It's, it's worse than drunk driving right now, I think. So. Yeah, I know that's a big concern for uh, Director McKenna and for other folks uh, how to deal with that because uh, the distracted driving is under the influence. I mean, you're under yeah. the influence of your technology, but you're still driving under the influence of something else besides paying attention. 
Well, and it's, it's I mean, uh, our phones are almost as bad as a drug anymore because you, every, I'm, and I'm guilty of that. I mean, you're always looking at it, it, an email pops up or whatever, and it's just, you can't disengage yourself from that technology, it doesn't seem like, yeah. so. Well, as we wrap up here, is there anything else you'd like to talk about in terms of yourself or Emory Samp and Son or AGC in Missouri or anything else that we could get across to the audience that you could leave them with your thoughts for what's ahead in 2019? Uh, as I said, uh, I, I, I love where the AGC has been going the last few years. The merger was a uh, godsend, I believe. I was actually talking to Steve Shrimp yesterday, and uh, just by the two groups, uh, AGC of St. Louis, AGC of Missouri, merging together, when we do go down to Jeff City, we have a larger voice. And uh, one of the things, in order to get legislation passed, you have to be a strong uh, unity, unified force. We have that. And again, I would encourage all members, not just the one day of legislative day being the squeaky wheel, let's stay on our legislators that we have to get something done for the future of the state and that we have to get a gas tax or some kind of a funding increase for transportation. Well, Chip, thanks very much for Thank taking you. time out of your busy schedule to do this. We'll continue on and uh, wish you the best in your year as chairman of the board. Thank you. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. As always, you can visit us at agcmo.org for additional downloads and information. Thank you.